Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Thomas McClary, the founder of the Commodores, and I'm hanging with the teddy bear in the comfort zone. Check out her new hit, 
musical movie called Holy Broken, premiering June the 16th at the Soho International Film Festival. Be sure to stop by MarthaWash.com to get all the latest ticket updates. And speaking of legend, he is simply known as The Voice, the lead, former lead vocalist of the legendary R&B funk group, Cool in the Game. I can only be speaking of one person. I'm talking about Mr. James J.T. Taylor. Lord have mercy. So on behalf of the zone and the tethers, my pleasure to welcome L.O.T.O. Radio, the legendary, the voice, Mr. James J.T. Taylor. My brother, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm fantastic, man. I see you. You sound great. <laughs> you got the vibe and everything going. <laughs> Make me want to get a drink or something like chill, you know? <laughs> well, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job, man. It is so, it is a pleasure, a pleasure and an honor for me and everyone uh, here at LOTO Radio to have you on the broadcast. First and foremost, how have you been doing? And secondly, before everybody gets on me, when can we expect some new music from you, young man. Well, you know, I've actually uh, taken time off from even touring like the past couple of years um, and just regrouping my entire program. You know, my family, um, you know, son growing up, and he's actually working with me now on uh, film projects and what have you. But, um, you know, it's it's music is one of those creative things where you're trying to, not necessarily copy what people are doing. You'd be inspired by it, but try to come up with something that people are not listening to, something that's not so typical. And that's always the challenge as an artist. And, you know, in doing so, I think I came up with, like, a nice little niche, something a lot different than what I've done before, but uh, quality and and music. So um, um, I'm actually in the studio right now, when I stopped, I was downstairs with my son finishing up, um, uh, going through one of the mixes, uh, that we're going to be presenting to a label, uh, next week. So, um, the music, the music is primarily done. Um, I have about 25 songs. We're trying to narrow it down to like at least 12 and, um, hopefully the, the label, um, accepts it. We should have something out maybe this summer, but uh, definitely by the fall. Okay. We're definitely hoping and praying for that. Um, I want to touch on something that you just said, quality. Mm-hmm. You've been in this yeah. industry for a long time, and I want, I have my own personal views and opinion as far as the lack of quality in music in today's genre of music, where we're at today. And I wanted to get right. your opinion. Do you feel that the quality of music is still at the level where it needs to be comparing here and comparing to, let's say, we'll go from the 60s all the way up until the 90s? Well, you know, I'm always very careful when I when I critique other artists because, you know, their own self-expression is their expression. And, right. you know, eras are eras. Uh, you know, we, we went through a time where we – like to say we grew up in the best time of music, you know, because we came out of our parents, you know, jazz era and blues and and things like this, and we took it on and created so many different styles, you know, from Hendrix to to Stevie to the Beatles to the beat, you know, to in, in you know uh, Aretha, you know, so in all of being, so we were kind of spoiled, but it also gave us a, a platform 
that expanded our reaches, you know, to classics, to all the way across and everything. So when I look at today's music, I think it's just their expression of what they're about. You know, this is their thing, you know, and I'm not one to want to go back and redo something that's been done. Uh, you know, if we wanted that, I could listen to Miles tomorrow, you know, and listen to Chikoria, you know, and then listen to Al Green, you know. So, but I don't want anybody doing Al Green. I don't, I don't, right. you know, artists are not, not really built for that. Built, we have our own rhythm. But I do say that the challenge in any era is to to be a quality artist, do the best you know how for what you want to express. And today, this is what they're doing, man. You know, um, I I tend to the, the, the one complaint I tend to have is this that I don't hear. The, the extension of musicianship right? You know, because you know, we're in a computer age and you know if you and I were 15 and 20 we'd be doing the same thing you know so it's very touchy ground for me to, to critique them that way but I do think that the challenge of songwriting you know is always on the forefront so if I would inspire them I would say listen just, just try to, to include a lot uh, like like your perspective of music, meaning you know you know the, the the instrumentation, you know you can combine that. And when you go live, the funny thing is that when you see some rap groups and artists live, they have some of the best bands around. They have some of the best musicians, man, that that are out there. It's just that they're playing sometimes with a lot of tracks and what have you. You don't really see their expression, but it's there, you know. So it's just you know. It's their time. It's what they're doing, and you know I'm feeling some of it, and you know other things I leave alone, and hopefully they'll like what I do. You know it's interesting that you say that because I remember when I had a conversation with uh, the late great uh, George Duke, and one of the things mm-hmm. that he brought to my attention, and we both mutually agreed upon, he said, "I don't have a problem with self-expression. Self-expression is one way. You know, you vision how you choose to vision yourself." My mm-hmm. greatest issue was, is as you just said, musicianship, actually being able to go out on a stage, pick up an instrument and play an instrument, you know, elevating mm-hmm. your craft, the respecting the craft. And I think now in today's music, the emphasis is on more electronics, as you said, electronics and beats instead of the quality of songwriting. You're an exceptional songwriter. You could sing, you can well, play instruments. You. Oh, I'm just just being truthful. And I think to me, that's one of the things that was so gratifying for me growing up. You know, we're we're both 21. So my thing is, (laughs) (laughs) so that was my whole emphasis growing up. The lyrics, songwriting, picking up an album and looking at the lyrics, reading all the lyrics. And I mean, today, it seems somewhere along the line, we've lost perspective of that as far as what's important. And I wanted to ask you, do you feel songwriting is lacking in today's music? Yeah. Yeah, I think that in the, in the sense of how we learn structure, you know, most of the, the guys that we learned from, you know, knew they would, they would have introductions in the beginning of the song and uh, a, a verse, a bridge, a change here, a change there. And it was about the music as well as expressing or either complimenting the vocals or, you know, taking the vocalist to another area. And if you listen to some of the music today, you got these unbelievable singers, really great voices. But most of the music's surrounded about like four bar turnarounds. 
they never change. They never go to a bridge. They never go to a half step up, half step down. They never sway. They just take a drums out and put a little string thing or an effect in, and that, that's your bridge. But the bridge of putting something from a bridge between the verse and the chorus is what it is. It's a bridge, you know, and what's that expression of the bridge? You go across it, you know, and in doing so, you know, you, you bring all these other new elements in on that bridge that you wouldn't necessarily bring in the, in the, in the outro or the vamp or even the verse. So I think that if some of the, if, if um, I don't know if it's radio or the labels or what have you, would accept the artist writing that. Um, I, I remember Beyonce saying that, you know, she said, man, I got to have a bridge, you know, I'm going to write a bridge in this song, you know, and it's like amazing that we would be talking about that because music structure is music structure. I mean, you listen to, to, to Beethoven or somebody, these guys are going through all these changes and all this, this beautiful music and we're at movies and we're hearing great scores and we're loving it. And you go back, you listen to the top 40 stuff, and it's like these, why isn't this music moving me? You know, why, why isn't it like doing something? It sounds good. It's, I, I believe that it's because it doesn't have the color spectrum of movement in the tracks, you know. And um, I think maybe that's what Gib was talking about. I remember an interview you did years ago, and you said one of the most beautiful qualities of music is taking people on a journey allowing them in. And I don't see a lot of that in today's music as far as that journey, making somebody feel a part of that music. When I hear JT Taylor singing Joanna, or when I hear you say misled or too hot, Mm -hmm. you can feel that it resonates because one way or another, we've always, some of us have, have experienced, have been through, we've been through that. And I don't see right. a lot of that. I don't see a lot of that where you have that artist connecting with the listener, where they say, "Hey, you know what? I can relate to that. They're saying something. I, I, I've been. I just experienced that. I've just experienced yeah. that. And we're really missing. And I think a lot of that is, is, is as far as the radio, because radio has changed immensely. I mean, it's changed immensely. Exactly, yeah. I've seen, I've seen artists like yourself who have put out wonderful products and get absolutely no airplay, none at all. Oh yeah. No no airplay at all. No airplay at all. But yet you can have someone that comes from England put out quote unquote an R and B soul C D and get a lot of airplay on all the major radio stations, also on urban radio, but you have our brothers and sisters here who are making quality products. And they can't even get in there. Yeah. On, on urban radio station, and I wanted you've had an opportunity to kind of see how things have changed. How detrimental do you think has that it, it has become since the radio format has changed? Yeah, it's it's um, it's really bad um, because um, as you just mentioned, you know, artists. Uh, I mean, veteran artists, some of the greatest artists of our time. You know, not to be played, and and I understand formats and things like this, but. You know, when it comes to labels, you know, one thing I have to go back to is is the the the, the A and R divisions that used to exist, where um, you know a guy would would go to a club and hear a band or a singer what have you, and he would take that artist and nurture them to become something that would be beneficial for for the label, you know, as well as the artist, 
and then work that artist to where where radio would would fulfill you know the marketing you know you have to pay and and make um, marketing dollars and all that and they would put money behind the artist and it's their choice now they say well this is a little bit easier for me I guess you know to have this type of act you know when is the last time you heard of a band being um, uh, being signed you know you know I mean I I was I, I like Maroon Five. But now it's more of Adam's show, you know, even though they're still a band, you know, I guess it's easier to focus on him, you know, or whatever, you know, which is unfortunate for the band. But then you have like Foo Fighters and groups like this, you know, out there killing it. And when you see these guys live, they put it down, you know, um, Philip Belly and them, the earth, they still out there kicking it, you know, and it's, and it's fantastic. But when Philip puts out a, a, a piece of product, just as you said, it doesn't get to play. So that's going all the way back to your first question about songwriting. You know, I think we have to also, I'm not going to say conform to, but also be inclusive of a little of what's happening now that can help relate. And then the marketing of marketing ourselves to the youth, you know, and as I said before, you know, we listened to our music, our parents' music. You know, we went to see their artists, and then we became that. And then they came to see our, the, our, us perform and things like this. So I think that um, it's a combination of the times, but I do think that the elements of the label that you exist that really served the purpose of working with local promoters, you know, knowing you had product coming out, you know, we don't have stores anymore. You know, we have in-store signings and things like this. All of these things were really marketing tools that I remember, you know, going to Europe my first time. We didn't even do concerts. We just <laughs> went to show stores and, and signings and stuff like this. And the next thing you know, when Ladies Night hit, you know, it was already in the clubs. And the DJs made it big first. So, you know... Though, though there's so many elements, it's hard to pick just one. But I do believe that um, things are, are going to swing. I think with all of the um, the different avenues like, you know, Netflix and Hulu and um, all these different new companies coming up that are starting divisions of music and entertainment, there, there's, a, there's an open window there. And um, I'm working on a project with my, with my, uh, my company right now that's going to be able to um, facilitate some of the artists you're talking about, as well as myself. You know, it's, uh, what's so amazing to me is that not just the European market, but Germany, Australia, Japan, China, Sweden, they have always had a love affair with R&B music. And in those places I just named, they still have record stores. Artists can go down there and make make a living. I mean, and live comfortably in those in that part of the world, and and just perform and make money. And I and for me, where I've seen things have changed also dramatically is that we've become so jaded and spoiled here in America that to me we don't appreciate or respect or revere the artists the way they do. Because yeah, how, as you said, because to, how do we get to that? How do you we know, got because it was just the opposite. I don't know how we got to right. that because you I think you're absolutely right. You go to Europe and I took my son, you know, and he was like, Dad, man, these 
love you over here. I just came back from uh, Amsterdam, and I just did like four songs, and they were like, "Where you been, man? Please come back." Yeah, and I'm over here, and I don't even do many gigs over here. You know. <laughs> Absolutely right, brother. You, you're you're so right, man. I don't know what happened with that. They they treat Probably. you like royalty. They treat Alexander O'Neill. He moved to England, and all of his shows. Every time he performs, all of his shows are sold out. Bobby Caldwell. They treat him like a king in Japan when he goes. Oh, Bobby. When he goes, yeah. yeah. And I'm saying, wow, what happened? I mean, I'm naming artists that were revered and respected and love that was being played on top 40 radio in constant rotation and now I'm seeing wow they're putting out projects no airplay I said they're not getting any love at all and I'm like now being an yeah. independent artist you're being responsible but you know here's my thing like with everything with a yin and a yang I think it's great being an mm-hmm. independent artist because now you have complete creative control over your product and now with the Adventation of, of social media, you can control every aspect of your career. Have you be, have you become comfortable using social media, using that as a, a tool to promote your music or upcoming projects? Oh, absolutely. This is this is one thing that we found that you know now instead of having to, as I mentioned before about marketing and the labels, one thing we can do now with a simple post, we can let people know you're out here. And I, I get constant, you know, hits every day from as far as this, around the world, Australia, anywhere. You know, as, as you know, um, our music was pretty much in every household in the world. But um, I think that, again, as I said, um, the, the doors opening up with new companies. Um, we have, um, with my, my company, Sonnet Entertainment, um, you know, we have a TV pilot that we're putting together that, um, without social media, it's probably it, w- it would have been impossible, like say twenty, thirty years ago, because you have one medium you would have to go through. But now we have access to not just the majors, but also the NBCs of the world, the MSNBCs, the like I said, the Hulu, the Netflix, and all these different companies. And I think that um, they're all waiting for or either creating the next dominant um, means of, of, of media, meaning that the Internet is there. But just as you have Google and Facebook and Twitter, you know, MySpace and then they fell off. Now you have LinkedIn and all these different things. I think all of this is going to generate an avenue in which artists will be even more capable of making a living and expressing themselves. And um, this is exactly what we're looking at with my marketing plan for my product. In case the label doesn't see it as being viable, you know, we're not going to stop. We're going to, whether it's putting it on iTunes or there's so many different engines you can put it on out here today. And as you said, you know, when we hit the stage, we know how to perform, but we just need a chance to to, to get it to the fans. You know, it's uh, Kevin Hart. I heard Kevin Hart give an interview. I actually interview that he gave, I'd say about a couple of months ago. And he, and he mentioned, he said the greatest Tool, free tool in the world is free content because you can get all of your fans involved in every aspect of what you're doing. You get them involved, he said, because when he started the movie project and he got all different followers involved, 
the the the, the movie company couldn't do anything but not turn. They couldn't turn him down. They lost all these followers. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And 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 then and every day it changes. I mean, sometimes you 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 put out a tweet, and I'll get like you know so many hits on it, and then the next day right. I know I have all these people waiting for me to, okay, when he, when he, we haven't heard from you in uh, in a week, you know, so they start yeah. getting antsy about that. So he's absolutely right. Free free content and everything is an app now. Every you, on your phone, everything just push to go to the Google Play Store. Everything is an app. People can keep up with you. Like you said, you've had an opportunity to just kind of sit back, regroup, get everything that you want to do. Man, I, I can only imagine. It has to be challenging when you know you have so many people out there who thoroughly love you. They love your music. They love what you have brought to their lives, man. How does it make you feel when people are clamoring for new music from you? It's like, hey, just be be patient. Um, <laughs> you know, we want we, uh, some new music. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing is is that you get these reminders all the time. Like, I just uh, got nominated for um, the uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame, you know, being inducted. And oh, my God. When you, Congratulations, man. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much, man. And um, I'm going in with uh, a couple of my fellow mates um, from, from, from Cool in the Gang. And, uh, you know, you just kind of look back on those songs and realize that they, they're still alive today. And and the one, you know, dilemma that we had was when I left the group, you know, they were still out there doing their thing with, you know, two or three singers and people were hitting me up. Yo, man, you know, I went to the show, man, and, you know, it ain't the same without you, man, you know, and this it stuff. So it, 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 it's really humbling for me, you know, but again, this is kind of like why I, I, um, I held off and because the songs I'm always going to be able to do all my hits, you know, from the group because I was a co-writer of those songs as well, you know, but I also wanted to bring a new thing to create. This is JT now, you know, and I've done four solo albums and, um, you know, so I've, I've always expressed different things and like when these fans, for these fans to still be with me and then bringing on new fans, you know, it's, um, I tell you, man, it, it's the most humbling feeling. I, I never really take it for granted, you know, and, I always think back to to my mother, you know, when um, God rest her soul, she um, when I was doing celebration and we would do like little demos, and I'd bring it to the family, let them hear it, stuff like this. And she celebration, it wasn't even finished, and she said to me, she said, "You're gonna sing this song for the rest of your life." <laughs> you know, hey, mom knows, right? You know, she's yeah, hundred percent on that one. And so, so I think that that. Things like that are, are what the fans feel. Like they still remember that, like almost like it's current. And plus, you know, I, I probably have the most recognizable voice on any sports uh, uh, channel because they're playing celebration at every event, still in every arena. You know, when especially when the team wins. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm out there, man. Even though you don't see me, my voice is still out there. You know, so it, yeah. it, it's it's it's. It's overwhelming, man. I, I just love it, and I, I love the fans. And I'm gonna give them some music that um, they're gonna appreciate. They'll, 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 you'll, you'll see. Man, we're praying on it. Like I said, it's not the same, and it's not taken away from the mother talented brothers, man. But when you go to a yeah. cool in a gang show, you you see all the brothers up there. But it's like JT's not there. It's 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 not the same. It's 
It's like going to see Earth, Wind, and Fire, and there's no Maurice White. It's just, it's not the same vibe. It's, it's difficult, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's not the same vibe. I've always wondered, I said, you know what? Why can't you do both? You Because your bread and butter is the group. That's home front. But still mm-hmm. being able to kind of fend off and go on your own and say, I can still do my side projects. I can still produce. I can write for other uh, write for other, other people. But at the end of the day, my bread and butter is our brand, the cool in the gang brand. And I never could understand why would why is it so challenging where a lot of groups, great groups, were not able to do that? Well, you know, in my I can only speak for ourselves, and and my thing it was like it's it's not something I speak of proudly of how things happened, but you know, it it's so many things that were coming at us at the time, and and my whole reason, you know, was was leaving that really didn't have anything to do with musical differences. It was just personnel. And when you have powers that are pulling at you, you know, because we were as big as anybody could at that time. And it became a, a, like a challenge, like as if I was, I wanted things my way and not the group way and this, that. It got to a point where, you know, I'm riding my own car and flying my own way. And, you know, we do shows and, you know, you put on a good face and all that stuff. And, and when I left the band, you know, they, they, we even had to go to court, and it was like, well, he was never a member of the group. And, and then even the judge was like, what? You know, he said, listen, you guys need to go mediate this. this you're just going to waste some money. You know, and I just, it, it hurt me so bad. I was like, wait a minute. Like, we got together. You guys were, you know, not on the, the high point of your career. I was just starting out, and we did something that has never been done for, you know, as far as um, uh, music is concerned, and um, at that during that era, and so to say, I was never—I was just someone you had to uh, to tour and uh, do albums with. You know, it was a shot to me that um, uh, that it still hurts today because you know we spent a decade with families missing birthdays, miss, missing parties, and in this on the road. You know, gigging on the bus, you know, not eating, you know, just doing our thing. So for this to happen, I always thought that maybe we'd do a reunion. And we did. And I remember, you know, it lasted a short time. And then they, you know, I said, listen, let's bygones be guy bygones. And I remember Cool's brother actually said, listen, man, I hope you can ever forgive me if there's something that happened. I said, let's, let's move on. And as soon as that didn't happen again, they say, well, we don't owe you royalties and stuff like this. So it just got crazy to the point where I say, well, these people obviously must have not cared that much about me, you know, because or something or someone got to them to keep that division happening. And I haven't seen them since, say, the, the 90s. I haven't come in contact with them at all. And, uh, so that that horse is dead as far as like getting back together, doing anything. I always pray that they're healthy and have success. But I've moved on past it, and um, it's 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 a it's a very comforting thing, you know, when you get awards showing the work that we did together, you know, and uh, it's cemented in history now. So, you know, I'm a happy man with my family and. 
got new projects coming up and um and I appreciate you, you know, having me and these are the things that, you know, uh, you know, keep us um keep us viable. Well, man, you know, this hey, this this is your home. This is your home. I said, man, you know, we got to get yeah. JT on the on the show. I, I said, man, it. it's, it's been a minute and I'm saying, okay, cuz the listeners say, "Hey, music, music, music. We got I said, look, when we get him on, we're going to find out exactly what's going on, but listening to your story, man, it sounds mm-hmm. so much like the conversation that I had with uh, Thomas McClary or the Commodores. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were, same thing, and I said, man, to me, it comes across as an ego-driven, just ego-driven. It's that you have yeah. ego, jealousy, whatever it is. I said, there's no reason. When you started out as brothers, you started out as one. You all had the same common goal. And now all of a sudden now somebody gets jealous or get envious because somebody may be getting a little bit more spotlight than the other person. And all of a sudden now you're not a part of the group. That that makes that yeah. makes no sense. It, it makes no sense. And that's that's jealousy. That's jealousy and, and ego. And, and, you have and, other people. Yeah. No, and go they ahead. Don't win. No one no one wins. Uh yeah. The fans lose. Uh, no one spiritually wins. And see, I'm on like a plane. Man. I've always been, you know, my innocence has always been like, okay, let's do it. This is fun. Let's do it. Sounds good. It's music. You know, this is music. This isn't, you know, you know, being a surgeon. You know, this is what your passion is. So when someone's treads on that, it's almost like, you know, coming from the hood, you're ready to go to battle because now you're stepping on my toes now. So my whole thing was like, I have to get away from that because I'm not you know, allowing anything to take me back to the streets, you know, where I could have lost my life growing up. You know, I'm not going to let anybody take me back there to make me jump on them over something they're trying to do to me. Because right. when you hurt me, then you're talk, talking about my family. And then you talk about my paper. You know, you're jumping on my paper and like, I'm not tolerating that. You know, you cannot, you cannot like me. That's fine. But you can't mess with my paper, man, you know, and, right. uh, and my sanity. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been a long time. It's old news for me. I mean, I don't mind discussing it with you. I usually don't talk about it. But, you know, you have the type of show that is, like, inviting. And the fans need to know. And, you know, they think it's, it was, like you said, it was just – I get online, people, why don't you just go back? You know, I said, you know, life isn't that easy. And as I said, it's actually old news. And the thing is, is that we as a people, especially as as people of color, have to have to recognize those those ills when they're before they happen. You know, there's I always say, you know, you can you can put out music, your brother, people, you know. And I may not be fond of it as much as maybe you are, but I would never put down another person of color simply because of an element that what we have to go through as a people world, world worldwide since the, almost the beginning of time is I'm not your enemy and you're not mine. You know, so I always keep that little caveat back there that, hey, man, what are you are you upset with me about what now? I didn't I didn't personally do anything to you but you're upset with me because i'm successful with music or that i i sing as well as you or what's the problem you know whether you're digging a ditch or you're a doctor i'm giving you kudos and i'm i do that for people but especially 
when it comes down to people of color because the support system has to be a part of your spirit. And I've always had that. I never had to fake fake anything with with with, with people. I, I see you. Hey, what's going on? I'm, I give you the benefit of the doubt, you know, because it's just a natural flow for me. I don't have to. Okay, I'm coming into the room. Let me start acting like this. Uh-uh. You know, and people pick up on those things. You know, it's it's reflective. So um, it's it, it you know, music is one part of it, but it's it's the inside of you, that 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 spirit that you have, man. That when you walk, wherever you walk, carry that good light. And it it's something that I I, I try to pass on. To my, 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 my son, you know, my family and, 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 and obviously like you said, you still have people clamoring for me. I believe that they feel that. I think they feel that I'm as genuine as I could be, you know. I'm not perfect but I try to give that in my music. When I do concerts, I may not sing good tonight but you're going to know I'm up there working, you know. So um, it, it's a beautiful thing, man. And that's, that's why I say it's all humbling, you know. But when you become, when you play such an integral part of people's lives, I use the analogy, mm-hmm. it's like Linus's blanket. It's like Linus's blanket. We become comfy and cozy, safe <laughs> and sound, you know what I mean? And, I like that. And, and, yeah. we, and, we, and, we, and, we, and we yearn for it. Um, I remember years ago, Stevie Wonder came out with an album called Conversation, Peace. And it's amazing to me what you can, how you can solve so many things by just simply sitting down with another person and holding a conversation, whether it was a misunderstanding, but just sitting down and talking, say, hey, you know what? I didn't know you felt like that. I didn't know you felt that way. And you can bypass and work all the nonsense out and you say, hey, look, I didn't say that. Well, I didn't say that either. You see what happens when you have third and fourth parties interact and trying to put negativity, as you said, vibe, a negative vibe in there because Mm -hmm. division, we want division. We want chaos. We want anarchy. We want jealousy. We want that. But if we sit down collectively as brothers, as human beings, and just sit down and converse with one another, a lot of the nonsense that we we see taking place now will be completely absolved. It'd be completely absolved. And speaking of conversation, to all the many listeners out there to get all the latest updates, the comings and goings, of course, of The Voice, Mr. James J.T. Taylor. Be sure to stop by his official website. That's at jamesjttaylor.com. You can also catch up with him on Twitter. That's at twitter.com forward slash Taylor. Yes, Lord. It's definitely a beautiful thing. Now, you said you have your own label. You're working on some working, working on your projects. All I have. Mm-hmm. Like like grandma's cookies. I don't care if they're still somewhat soft, a little hot around the edges. When it's ready, send it to the teddy bear, and we will debut you it, it here. We'll debut it here first, man, without without question. I appreciate that. Tell me something. With with your format, you guys more. I listen to a little bit of all the music, and you seem to be like so many different areas. It's not just ballads. It's not just this up tempo. Anything you personally prefer? Man, you know what? I want to reach into the hat for something personally for you. You know what, man? As long as it's quality, we're going to play it. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's simple enough. (laughs) 
It's loads of quality. We're going to play it, man. You know, hey, it's like from Istanbul to Paulette Du. If it's chocolate, we're going to bring it to you, baby. We're going to play it. We're going to play it. As as... <laughs> you got it, man. You, got... you know, the reason I ask is this, because, you know, with, with, with uh, one thing that we didn't hit on, you know, we, we deal with the social aspect of our lives in this planet, you know, and, and um, you know, we see so many, so much gun violence and, you know, and, um, you know, with the way our politics are right now and there's religious uh, persecution and things like this going on. And it's just like, I, I, I heard uh, Kendrick Lamar and, um, and now uh, uh, Gambino, um, you know, do, making social statements in their music, you know, which is great because right. those are the things that that I I was missing also, you know, everything's not bump and grind and, you know, how good you look and all of that. And it's like, when they tapped into that, I said, okay, these brothers are expressing something they're seeing every day. And it's not gang banging and, and, you know, who, who got the biggest Glock and all this stuff. It was like, yeah, man, you know, this is America, you know, childish Gambino, that blew me away. And the video was awesome. So, you know, I'm on top of this stuff. And the reason I bring it up is because I have a couple of songs, you know, that I would be remiss if I didn't go to that, you know, okay. in my music, you know. Okay. If I didn't mention, um, you know, some social issues like that, as well as having a good time. So I'm just giving me a little little heads up, you know, what to expect. You know, it's not all politics. It's it's fun. Nice ballads as well. But um, I got that aggressive you know, MJ vibe on my, on some stuff here to not that it okay. sounds like him, but just that, just Michael's energy, you know? Okay. Well, Hey man, yeah. send, Hey, like I told you, send it over and we will, Hey, we'll put it in rotation. We'll make sure we play it. Andre Simone, his latest album, 1969 oh, yeah. talks about all social oh. politics, everything. And so oh, we, we got to check it out and check that out. That's great. Yeah. So we, we, we cover it all. So like I said, whatever you need, be like GT, we bring good things to life. Just send it over and we'll play it. We'll debut it here. It's not a problem. <laughs> I gotta take. I have to take some of your phrases, man, and make some songs out of it. Sounds good, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much, man. Oh, man, the pleasure is truly all mine. God bless, man. Keep striving for greatness, and I look forward to hearing that music so we can play it here on the, in the zone. Okay. Hey, man. Much love, love to you all, man. Hey, God bless the legendary Mr. James J.T. Taylor here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. See, a lot of the listeners didn't know what was going on. I said, wait a minute, how could he just leave? Cool in the gang. Now you know why. When egos and you have different fractions, freak fractions setting in different areas and people whispered in your ear telling you this, jealousy and envyism slowly creeps in. So now everyone has under, because people are asking me, why did he leave? Why I said, don't worry, we're going to find out. So now you know why he left cool in the gang. And it's really, truly unfortunate, uh, really unfortunate. But you know, like Sly and the Family Stone once said, okay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. But here, it's all right. We got you here in the zone. Hey, and before we go further, I want to send a special congratulations to all the new leaders, the new, <laughs> the future leaders of this country and I mean to many people and the kids out there they have gra- just was gr- graduating I'm I'm so thoroughly proud you are going to be the future leaders of this country and your input and your vigorous way of thinking and viewing things I'm praying I steadfast that 
your vision is about positive love and energizing the various communities that need to be uplifted. So I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited about the future. 144 Central Standard Time here in the zone on a magnificent summer madness. Friday afternoon, Lord and mercy. A lot of great music on the way. C.C. Peniston's new hit single, Hot. <laughs> yes, Lord. And she's definitely all that. And a bag of chips. But in the meantime, got to pay some bills. A little quick two and two. Let's take you back in time. Doctor Who's Time Machine. Cooling the gang with Too Hot. Led by vocals of James J.T. Taylor. Here in the zone of L.O.T.L. Radio. <laughs> Oh, 
Gotta run for shelter, gotta run for shade. It's too hot, too hot, too hot, lady. Gotta cool the finger from this mess that we made.
double dose of Cool in the Gang with Joanna. And before that, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Woo, cherish. Mm-mm. Had to kind of catch myself just a little bit, family, just just reminiscing, reminiscing, just 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 a little bit, just a little bit. Man, man, oh man, it done my heart good to have uh, have JT on the show, and a special thank you to him, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us and honoring us today. And remember, family, be sure to get all the latest updates. Stop by JT's official website. That's at jamesjttaylor.com. You can also catch up with him on Twitter also. That's at twitter.com forward slash JT Taylor. Lord and mercy. And remember, family, the queen, <laughs> Martha Wash, her new musical movie, Holy Broken, premiering at the Soho International Film Festival. That's on June the 16th. My goodness. It's been one fantabulous ride. I want to thank all the many listeners and supporters who have tuned in and tuned out all the negativity. And remember, family, for those who missed the interview, no need to fear the teddy bear as you cover from every angle. You can always go on the Google Play Music Store. Touch that app. We're on Google Play Music at LOTL The Zone. Also on TuneIn with the same handle, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and also on Podbean. Remember the handle, LOTL The Zone. And to get all the latest updates, let your fingers do the walking. You can catch up with it on the various social media websites. That's at LOTL Radio on Twitter, also on Facebook. That's at Facebook.com forward slash L-O-T-O radio, the zone. And last but certainly not least, Lord have mercy on Instagram. Yeah, you can catch up with us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-O radio, the zone. Well, it's that time. I want everybody to have a real fantabulous weekend. Stay positive through this summer madness. Lord have mercy. Sundresses, sweet smelling perfume. Mm. Takes the teddy bear on another level. Yes, Lord. We're going to close it with my girl, the princess, Cece Peniston, with her new hit single, Hot. Yes, Lord. So it is written. So it shall be done. Here in the zone of LOTO Radio. And as in always, keep it soulful. Lord and mercy.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.